0: for
1: the
0: Equalizer, and it's a beautiful sculptor score for us. This ball is won by Armand Carlino Ohan the right person in the right field.
1: Armagh for the Equalizer, this is Kira Donnelly for point number 10. Outstanding.
0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Sideline Eye podcast. We're here for a preview show and we're looking ahead to another weekend of club action. As always, this podcast brought to you in association with McKeever Teamwear, proud suppliers of all armad GA merchandise. I'm delighted to be once again joined by Tommy Coleman, and as I said, we're going to look ahead to all the games coming up across Friday, Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Tommy, thanks very much for joining me, and we're going to start, as we usually do in the, the senior grade, I we'll start with 1A, and it's the big game probably in 1A this week. It's live on Armad TV on Saturday evening, it's Madden and Cross McLean. Madden, the, the team with the home advantage. Um, is this the game of the, the weekend? Do you think, Tommy? This this is a a crucial game. Two
1: teams going well. It is. It is this division. You know, there is just some big games. And we're, we're touching on the end ones later on, but certainly in one ahead, this would be the this would be the big game. Um, Madden, after losing to clan and in, in the very first round, you were know, wondering what was what was going on, what was happening. Strong four good victories. You know, after that there. Cross, cross, and always going well. Lost one through one, you know. So this will be a big, big battle there today, the uh, or Saturday night. And, you know, it could really and truly it could go anywhere because both sides have some great footballers in it. You know, you, you look at Cross and the way they're playing, the fuse is still in there, and orange Cairn and Stoddard was Patrick and all these lads, a couple of young lads coming through. So that they're going they're going well on the other side, the flip side of the coin, so I'm adding, you know after after getting beat by us uh, in the in the first in the first round of the league, they've rattled around well and put a string of string of great results together and they're, they're sitting there right at the top and this this is the makings of a cracker on Saturday evening.
0: And I was at the, the Cross Millennium German T game last I think I was last Friday evening uh, with Arma TV and just to note Darren Curran's role, I suppose, Tommy, he's um maybe he won't mind me saying this. He maybe doesn't have the legs for the game he used to play. So he's sort of he still come up and scored a point in saying that, but he's sort of sitting back and he's directing everything. He's he's shouting where the ball needs to move to for the players to get wide. He's just directing everything from sort of centre half back, really. Ah uh, yes, yeah, so that's
1: right. He'll you know, he'll or he'll drop off you know it'll travel. I suppose, a bit like what we done with Rand Hansen last year, they're to they free him up and he just directs the traffic and, you know, he was, Stevens, he was Stevens' manager really on the field and he'd be a great asset especially to all them young lads in the round there, he, he'd be with the massive experience and the know-how that he has and, you know, yeah, he might have it in the legs the way Owen did have it in the legs, but he's still capable of getting up and down when he, when he has to, but what he makes up for he, he has upstairs and he's a great brain and the great and he's a great reader of the game. we was always was his strengths. And you know, when he gets in there, he can see everything. And you know, sometimes if you lack that, just a you wee know, bit of speed is going. But you have that there, you know, sight in front of you and foresight, what that he has, and the way he can anticipate what's happening and he can actually see one or two passes before they do happen. You know, he's a fantastic asset and he's say, he was Steven's man on the field. They've been listening. He was doing all the organisation. So they'll, you know, they're, they're always hard to break down.
0: And they, these teams met in the first round of the championship um, last year. And obviously both teams are missing, man. You know, the O'Neill's and now Grimlin, that's not going to be playing. But um, Maud, I remember tipping Martin doing that game and they let me down. But um, uh, it, it, does that, you know, that... Is there something in Modern now that they want to go and show Crossby Glen that they can can win these games, that they can beat Crossby Glen, and especially
1: on their home patch? De- definitely. For me, anyway, I, I, I actually agree with yeah, you. I thought Modern, you know, we played Modern last, they were the only team, with, they, beat, they beat us twice, two years in a row because of the COVID and the split the league. They beat us home and away in it. And, uh, we find them very, very difficult to handle. I'll be honest with you. it was one of the teams we didn't want to draw in the championship, and not the first round anyway. And uh, they got cross, and I really thought that the, the you know Martin would beat them. And the truth be told about them, to say the first the first fifteen minutes, Madden hadn't really underact. we played some great ball in. Possibly should have had three or four goals. You know, a couple of good saves from Tiernan and stuff. And, Maybe a couple of uh, an effort went over the board. A shot maybe into the net. They could have found themselves nine points, ten points up, but they didn't take that. And then the story, retreated they back into the shell and and, and let Cross come back onto them. And then Cross just as the Cross do, grinded them down and they ended up and got the result. But I would think that Martin has learned immensely from that. There, you know, and they've watched, you know, they've watched progress of teams and the way and, and the way that they play, and. They can move the ball really well too and if they, they can do that there, you know, I think Madden's, Madden's as good as there is as the to so just get that there self-belief and we'll see what way it'll be. It'll, it's definitely the big match in one here this week and uh, two, two good sides and the two top sides really at the moment and uh, we'll see, see who comes down on top. It's a different one to call now.
0: It is. It's a difficult one to call, and I don't. I don't think I'll be hanging myself out today this year. And tipping and and I think I'll just say, uh, go with it. It'll be a tough game, and we'll see. We'll see who wins it. But um, uh, as, uh, I, as I said, that's that's live on Armagh TV on Saturday night. Um, and then also on Saturday night, it's at six o'clock. Sorry, and this Harps and Clonairn are also on Saturday night. I'm just doing a bit of research. Tommy, these teams actually haven't met since 2018. Which yeah. I, I couldn't believe the the mat in division one B in 2018. Um, that's it's it strains that You know, we we would now consider them as probably two of the top teams, but they
1: haven't met in what's that four years? Yeah, I suppose you know we were there, but we just find it very difficult to get it. You know, out of one b at at that stage. You know, train one thing and another. Parts went on, pushed on, stayed up there, and. Uh, Harps really, you know, the second half of the league last year, hearts really took off and, and and got to the top end of it. Uh, with us coming up, we thought, you know, we're very we we're hopeful of you know of, of staying there. But at the moment, we're crippled, really hard. They touched on this day or the night. We're crippled with injuries. So, you know, we're going up there and the hearts will have to be favourites, you know, in main mind for that game. You know, my, you know, my head's talent. hearts the win, but you know, I always my heart always, always always over my head anyway. So you know, I always go with Con Iron, and we're going up hoping hoping to get two points. You know, you're getting up this stage now. you are getting five, six, seven games played. You're going halfway. You're getting at the halfway mark, and you know you need to be starting to you know really consolidate where you are. So you know we have lost you know out the five, we've lost three at home, one or two away. So. Hopefully we're away again on Saturday night and we can get that another win. And if you know you can win the away match after the whole match, sort of it sort of cancels it out and makes you know makes life a lot easier for you. But I with my heart, it'll be clan earned, but my head saying we're up again again, again hearts. Although now that said and done, I actually wanted hearts to push on maybe and go right through this league at the at the top end of it. But, uh, and that uh, they lost that lost two crosses uh, uh, earlier on. And I don't know, as I said, I haven't seen them this year. I don't know, they could have been affected by injuries and stuff. But with no county players, you know, they still have a full complement of players. And, you know, I would have thought they would, they would have been pushing on this year and you know, trying to establish it as well in the league and then have a good belt at the championship of the year. But, you know, but um, no, for me, it'll be about heart this clan earned, heads. Harps, were you for
0: this one? This is, this is going to be difficult because I'm the same as yourself. But I've seen the Harps once, I've seen them in the first round, and was really impressed with them. They were up against a, a weakened Mahari team, I must admit, but I was really impressed with them with how they were moving, how they were playing. Um, the obvious, tackle McKenna, Joe McElroy, Minnie McSheen, all um, playing really well. But since that, I haven't seen them. I'm not sure what they're, in. they're like on the injury front, but you would imagine Harps at home, um, you're gonna to have to be tipping the harps but Clonarns, as you say away record is it, actually better than at home so i'm yeah. not what do you think of home advantage Tommy? the thing is that you always try to win your home game every team tries to make you know the home their home place a fortress but it doesn't always work like that like
1: connor might be better on the road yeah that's sometimes out there it, it's strange football you know to say it's it's, it's it's a funny game at times and you know, but for for me, it was always you know, matter where I was and who I was with you. Always always tried to establish you know a good home, a good home record, and you know you really want to be up. Yeah, you know, the teams coming down It's going down here the and these boys haven't been beaten here, and so many days. You know, it's giving you a two or three point start psychologically um, when you when you when you're doing that there. Uh, but as you say, sometimes the just the pressure on and things not going, and just the change of scenery and. Sometimes you just, get, you just get that better run of the ball when you're away from home. So, as I said, have had won. That was a real good win away to Martin, you know, and Martin was proud. It just shows you how good a win it was, you know, when, when, what Martin have done since. Now, we have picked up a few injuries from there. And uh, as I said, that coupled with the current email and has affected us. But we're still able to go to Greenmore and uh, we're able to get a win there. But I um, know Harps will be, it'll be a tougher assignment there, you know. It'll not be easy going to Abbey Park and getting it. But um, I, I'll be going up with a lot of hope and to see what, just to see what happens.
0: On the other two games then in Division 1A, are, um German T host more on Sunday at 2 o'clock. And also Sunday at 2 o'clock is Kalibe against mare So, Tommy, we'll move on then. Division 1B, all these games are on Sunday and... I called Madden and Cross McLean game of the week, but you rightly said it, it's the game of the week in that division. There's four games of the week in Division 1B. This is incredibly tough to call. There's four games that are really, really tough to call and really even opposition. And we'll start with the early one. It's Bally McNabb and Sarsfield's there at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Both teams have played two games. Both have won one. Both have drawn one. And both are unbeaten. So somebody, somebody's O has got to go this, this Sunday.
1: Yeah, unless it's another draw, which is also a great possibility. Could happen, could happen. You know, it's gonna be hard, you know, the thing. Um I don't know what weather we're going to fix this week or Yemen father, He got more heat last week, so I don't know what he's about this week or what, what's going on. But um as I said, they're they're always a real good football side, always played on the front foot. Um I don't know what they'll going been with Branton. Uh, Brandon might be a wee bit more reserved than that. He might be putting then, his his, his state of football and the way that he sees his best forward for um But uh, as I said, the Knob at home, by starting to come back. Uh, I, I you know I have played the Knob last year. I, I still you know I'm still going with. I think the Knobs is the strongest is slightly like, the strongest team in it, especially when they get everybody back. So you know and with home advantage. I think now just to have just a, a, a point or two to spare there over Sarsfields. And
0: you just mentioned the McGoones. Tell me, I'd seen Sarsfields a couple of times last year in the Championship, and there's nearly this expectation with the McGoones that you play them on the edge of the square and the havoc. And I was disappointed I didn't see it at all last year in the Championship. And I know you can't just have you know, play route one the whole time, but they, they definitely offer something interesting when they, they both go into the edge of the square. Honestly. They really do.
1: You put them in, you put that ball. They cause problems, you know. Uh, they throw themselves about and get on the end of the ball and um, if they get a set or the goal at all, they're very, very accurate. And they take it. They're good footballers. Uh, I, as I say, like if, if, you know, I would, if they had them in my team, I would be playing them, you know, like twin tires of fact at times and swapping them in and out. And they, Obviously, you wouldn't be doing it all day, but certainly, you'd be looking at it for periods at the game where you would be throwing them in Throwing that big ball in, and then you like a Stevenson. So, some of them boys rolling in off them, it, and, and you know, anything that's built and taking it and popping it over the bar and and taking that score. But a couple of good young defenders there are telling. I've been very impressed with young Cure the last time I've seen him playing and I see what way he's developed, what way he has come on. But he was brilliant coming out of the fence and uh, very fast, very athletic, you know, moved the ball well, you know, and uh, he he's a good player, you know. So, but the flip side, you have some real good players. Are at, at the NAB, a load of them. And you know, young Waters impressed me last year. You know, and I think he's a player that's grown. I haven't seen, I haven't seen him not before, we've seen what way he goes on this year, and he's certainly a much he, he's a much better player in this dad as a referee. We'll <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's a, no you know, comment. Tell me. What? Well, no comment. No, no, he's, he's a he's a real good he's a real good lad and uh, he, he, you know players like that are coming through and they play the ball and and you can run the ball or you can play the ball in big whatever way you just want to do it You're the to mix up there are up so I just I just feel that you should have the slight edge like you know, on on swordsman in this one
0: and another big game then Tommy it's at the bottom of the table it's the Ogs and one and. Two teams we spoke about, Kruppen sort of closed the gap last week. Mullabon um, beat them by two points. While the Ogs have just been struggling massively with, with personnel and injuries and boys leaving the, the team this year. This is an important two points for whoever can get it. This is going to be massive. We, we spoke about the the three relegation places all the time. The Ogs and Kruppen are the front runners at the minute to go down. So the two points picked up on Sunday by whoever wins them. It's going to be massive.
1: Yeah, whoever wins this one you know, will be giving give themselves a, a chance of staying in there, you know. It's something for them to feed on, something to build on, and something to pr- improve on. Uh, the losers, you would have to, you would really, you know, when you're preparing for them, you, you, would, you couldn't really see any way of coming back, to be honest. And, and, you know, whoever loses this match, even this early stage of, of the year, you know, as I've said before, with three going down, there's going to be a massive gap. You're going to need at least 12 points. You're going into four, five years played there, and you know you're sitting with none at that there stage. It makes uh it makes it extremely, and to me, mades making me it enough impossible, possible, you know, for for the stay in that third division if if they were to lose now, you know. So, it's a, it's a big, big, big one, you know. And I think you know looking at the, the at the performances and you're looking at the results. You just have to sort of, even though cropping are travelling deals, you just would have to sort of give cropping the edge there and. They seem to have that wee bit more about them, you know. that their you know performance last week again, Mollet Bond. mullet Bond's a fairly good say, and I know Crop were at home. And but they did run up to two points, you know, where Pierce Oaks at the moment have been beaten and been beaten heavily. But you know, who knows, you know, they're, they're at home and maybe to be able to rally a bit and you know, get out and and, and you know, wear their heart in their sleeve and, and give it everything for shorty and, and see what they have because I think that both teams know. That, what's at stake here? If, if you know, whoever loses, in a, the, the procession looks really dark. You know, and the, 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 let's be honest about it.
0: And elsewhere, then, Tommy, with Clannagale taking on the Grange, um, there's probably a bit of a rivalry between these two teams going back to the Intermediate Championship of 2019. Um, I remember being at the, this was the group stage championship and I remember being at the first round and Clannagale won it. I think they won it handy enough, I think there was maybe seven, six or seven points in it, um, and then of course they met in the semi-final that year I think Clans were up maybe three or four points with ten minutes left on the Grange nicked it in the end and went on and won the championship um, just ahead of again who of course won up the year after, but th- there's maybe going to be a bit of a needle between these two teams, I know that's three years ago but it's the same same teams as it was then. Ah uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that there, you know, teams don't seem to really don't forget that there, and I haven't really I haven't met since, so uh, that they're lovers there loves for and you know, they've remembered what went on that their match, and they will there'll be a bit of needle surely, and that there clans play a great, great brand of football, and they'll they'll move that ball quick and stuff. But Greens was talking about Greens before, and you know they can be if they they're on their day and they come and they're ready for it. I can tell you that, you know, they, they they give everything that they have. They play for the short, and you know they play hard, hard football, and you know, but. Maybe with the open spaces and David Park, you know, you know, you just maybe you just have to maybe sort of edge more with, with Clannagale for this one. But you're right, there wouldn't be a big lot in it. And Greens Greens have shown, you know, they've as I mentioned, they're on 8 days, springboard from from two B into one B and really consolidated themselves well, like you know, and you know they're one of the teams that they're talking about could be in the mix, and they were certainly in the mix last year right up to probably the second last match on on who was going to one A. That's that's they were right there with it. And uh, I, I don't I expect them to be up running in the mix again. So, you know, I think I think the clans, just by the fact that they're at home, maybe we'll see it. But it'll be, you know, wouldn't surprise me if it went the other way either.
0: I think this, this is a game that I would love to go to to see the forward lines because I, I like the Grange. Obviously the told. Um, Justin Cairns with the the county at the minute, but he's a real talent as well. Well, on the other side for clans you will have the likes of Nell Henderson, Lennox Camara, Michael Tolan Shane McParland's playing midfield, but he can drift inside. So it it could be it mightn't be a shootout, but it, it
1: will rely on the
0: the talent of the forwards on both sides. Oh, sorry.
1: I definitely you know the two mechanics You get the ball into the two mechanics, uh You know they're great, great, great lads, and. Young tolls played that too, he was supposed to remember because I was the to him when I was out with, uh, with Tully Sorn that, that year. Uh, Justy Kearns, a massive, massive player for, for Grains, and he obviously, he'll he not be there on Sunday. Uh, so then Sippy he'll not be there with the clan. so that, that eases itself out. But um, it's a shame, you know, it's just you know, he hasn't, he's been a very unfortunate a bit with his game time. Um. You know, where uh, some of the lads got to play before the Donegal game, the balls that weren't involved in the 26, but just he wasn't the 26, and himself and 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 Kim McConnell, Higgins from Mahray, them lads were and they didn't get any game time at all that week, you know, and they still haven't got it, you know, I'm sure they're hitting and and, and busting to go. And it's just a pity that they couldn't get something just to keep their sharpness up in case they were going to be used, you know, for the in the next round of it. But uh, yeah, the forward lanes are as, as, as both the states. very, very agree. My partner's a superb free takers as well. Yeah. And uh, you know, we can play middle of the field. he can play at full forward. He can play at centre half forward, wherever you need him to go. And he's great. He can win his own ball. You know, he'll take men on. And you know, and, and, and he says he's got great feet, great accuracy, and very, 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 good, very good footballer, And a big and a big lad about. And he's very for such a big lad. He's very mobile. You know, and. uh You've probably seen that uh, probably again, again the nod, just how mobile he is, but you know, good player. And Henderson, as I say, he's still he's still always there, very accurate, good, good wee player. And um, no, you'd be fancy a, a fairly high-spon you know, and you know it won't play a big lot in it either way. It wouldn't surprise me if he won it, but you know, you are asking me to put my neck out in here I would go for it. I would just give it to the clown again.
0: Not, I think this won't be. Tell me, we're not writing off draws here either. I think there, there could be oh. a draw thrown in here somewhere, um, along the line. On um, the final game, then we're going to touch on. We we'll talked about a rivalry, maybe with Greens and Clans. There's definitely one here with Collyhanna and Silverbridge. These, yeah. these, these two teams coming up. Collyhanna they've played three. They haven't won one yet. The drew with Bally McNabb The first game. Well, Silver Silverbridge are probably on form at the minute. They're um up at the top of the table, so. Um, Silverbridge going to Culleyhanna, they'll want to keep Culleyhanna down while Culleyhanna will want to, you know, disrupt their winning momentum.
1: Yeah, I think last year, I think I think it was a draw in one of the games and Silverbridge maybe beat Culleyhanna by a point in the other game. I think that's the way it worked out. There, was, there wasn't a big lad in it and I didn't tell him, And it's going to be a sack same on Sunday. That their derby match and be no quarter asked or given, you know, and, and down, down in Cullyhanna on Sunday, two teams will go at it. And yes, the Bridge have put us, a couple of results together, but you know, Cullyhanna, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Cullyhanna was able to dig out and, uh, and get some sort of result. And this could be one where you maybe even get a draw in. You, know, it's like, I, you know. You know, you, you're looking to saying who'll win this and who I. Uh, you, you know, your head's in you're hedging that if are doing a bet, you wouldn't touch this much you know, you definitely, you wouldn't be back and the I need the two teams to win. They're stuck there close to call. Uh, probably, at the moment you say, some of it's probably slightly better in the forward lane when you take who's not who's on county duty what Culley Hanna. But defensively, Collie Hanna, you know, is pretty good now this year. You know, have not been deceding big numbers and the, the, I know they've got a couple of few, few players back in there, which has helped with that. Uh, certainly if they can get a, a few scores on the board, you know, they might they might just just edge it, but at uh, this one here, yeah, maybe because of the of weather sitting, but I I think Collie Hannock you know maybe get something out of this one at home on Sunday.
0: And they're all they're all incredibly difficult to call and that's that's not going to change when we we'll go down here to Division 2A. Um we'll start with the, the tones and on Moore more tell me anybody that listened to our podcast on Tuesday. Um, you warned Shane O'Neill about going to Moore, the tough job it is Moore turned over the league leaders, the 1-3-10 to 10 points, um, the goal is coming from Matthew Willis and the two McKeever's. so a yeah. big win for Moore, a huge win for Anikmoor to beat um, Shane O'Neill's, who had been unbeaten before that and now they're going to the Tones on Sunday
1: That's a massive, massive win for Alec Moore, you know I said the other night, you know that there may be a few males in their legs but upstairs what them boys have and what they've rounded together and the way they know each other and the way they play for each other um you know they have in the big squad but what they have the lads that's there just get everything for the badge. you know they're just they're great club men and they just keep battling and battling away and as i said the other night when you go down it more and you know and those who's been there before i know just how tight and compact the pitch it is and they play it so well you know that they, they they've been doing it, they've been doing it for years and, you know, Valley Valley you know, I suppose the people in their eyes now maybe thought we're saying, oh, I've got to two hundred handy points when, when we go to more and scratch two off there, you know after them, by his and Shane's out there to stop the league sailing away lovely and, you no, know, it's been a comfortable enough win there uh, that their notion's now gone out of the head, you know, and their waveform wasn't that too bad either, you know it just, you know, there were so Paul's just got over the line against them in St. Paul's too. So they're quite capable of turning over people away from home. So the Wolf Tones are in for a, a real tough match come come Sunday. Sunday, uh, Tones pitches is, is, is fantastic. It's one of the you know, it's one of the top one of the top services in, in the county. It's an absolute pleasure to be on. Uh, and I know that Peter, Peter's there there at the moment, he's he's at the opposite end of it. You know, he's got a a fairly young side, a couple of couple of old heads in with him. And you know, he's trying to change the brand of football a bit. He's trying to, you know, he's trying to get them moving a bit, moving a bit quicker and getting the ball a wee bit more direct and if we can. And he's taking time, you know, to, you know, it's going to take time for that all to work out. Uh, whereas on Moore, more experienced lads, all been playing together for his last 10, 15 years, you know, staying in division one B, grounded out every year. You know, at the bottom of the end of it, still fought and still hung in, we kept the senior status and people were writing them off year after year, and the fancy took the drop, you know, and this will not be easy for, for the Tones, and again, it's a very very, 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 very tough one to call uh, and, you know, with, um, I suppose, you know, with Anik Moore and uh, Mural they'll be going in with a lot of confidence come Sunday, and again you know, this could be a pointer to you anyway, and, and it's hard, it really is hard to call and maybe just on a it more. maybe a draw, you know? <laughs> it not really is.
0: It doesn't get any easier. Tommy Tully Sarne and St. Paul's as well. Um two of the big hitters again was sort of touch on the, the likes of Tully Sarn, St. Paul's, O'Neill's every week that these are the teams now you're expecting to push on in the championship and win the, the intermediate championship and before that you want to see them performing in the league as well. So you've seen some Pauls that night. We we spoke about them at length um on the podcast. Tully Sarn as well. We know um have have great forwards. We always talk about Gavin Conlon, McKeever, Eddie Mullen. Um, so th- this is this is a a really a really big game on both. Whoever comes out on top, it's a huge two points for them.
1: And it will be. It's, uh, you know, and I suppose, really, they will are looking at it after Shane's, you know, you know Shane's uh, losing the other night, that win would bring them right back up on level terms with Shane's, you know, like Tully Sarnett and St Paul's, they will still have a game Will be a point behind if they were to win it. So, they'll be looking at this year as a real, this a real chance to, to push yourself on and, and you know, Get right up there, and and be challenging. And and said, you know, Tully saw have great, great forwards. There's no question doubt right about it. You know, like a Gabby Con and uh, and Eddie Mullen get that place on any team. Like you know, I am I didn't haven't seen much of young McKeever, but apparently he's everybody's good. as the Americans be. I know all around the middle of the field they're, they're they're fairly strong and defensively wise. You know, the the Saints have been coping fairly well without without BK and also. It's the, the they've done a great job, the two boys that's been in there. Um St. Paul's just play with a heart and their sleeve and away they go and they're playing, they're fighting for every ball. This be this will be another massive tussle, massive tussle. Uh I just I don't know. What I think looking at them, I think the Tully Soren's pace up front. Uh, to get the to get the ball in, especially when it's in Tully Sorn might just be might just get Tully Sorne over the line here. But again we're in a, we're in territory where it could go either way. And you know it's these games there's gonna be no I can't see any thumpings in it like you know you're only talking point two points and I think anybody going to these games in 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 one B and in, uh, 2 two 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 A two B. Or two or they yeah, they're going in for a real, you know, it's going to be real entertainment Like it's, you know, it's, it's. I just don't see how. You, I just, it's just not hard to call. It really is.
0: And then on Sunday as well, St Peter's host White Cross, which is the final um two A game of the weekend. Two B then Tommy um. There's eight teams in action. We'll look at four Hill and Cross, McLean seconds first. Um, I suppose th- these are two teams that have come up from junior in the last couple of years. Um Fark Hill won the junior championship in 2020, but because of the way the leagues were, they had to play their junior league last year. So um, yeah. these, these are the two teams I know Fork Hill are maybe missing a few men, but the two teams will know each other fairly
1: well come come Sunday. Yeah, another another big derby game. Mm-hmm. Uh they'll all be very familiar with each other. You know uh cross cross when you know cross have been going along there nicely and you know it's looking at the results, sir, and, you know. Colourville only beat them by four points, you know, so, and you know, and we're looking at the lack like, of Colourville and we've talked about them and death and how far we think they can go and even go in the championship, you know, that's a pretty good performance from, from Cross Crossbeglan. Fort Hill got their win the other day and it was brought them up they've got the they've won the one game, but um, Cross, to me, of course, well, I suppose, do where things go about for them on Friday night, so there be no reason why they don't have everybody available for them on, on Sunday, so, uh, you know, I I would fancy cross just and even though it is in forkill, I would fancy cross to uh, just uh, to go down and nip that one.
0: I think I agree with you. I think cross um the way fork are at the minute, I think they're missing obviously their county men. couple injuries and that, so I would fancy cross myself to, to get two points there. Um the other one is Katie and Clonmore Moore, and I suppose I want to talk about Katie. Tommy, they, they finished third in Division 2B last year they've been obviously one of the favorites this year to, to push on. It just hasn't happened for them maybe they're just not clicking um I know they're they're under new management, so they're um, McDonald's trying to get just trying to get his burns in his first year but um they picked up their first points against Hollie Hagen and I suppose maybe that now that they've got that monkey off their back they can sort of push on hopefully and and challenge for a promotion spot
1: yeah it's uh you no know, kid even knocking at the door that there to me for a while now but I remember year as our tully saw you know they were sort of they were there along with us and it was only the last two or three games they faltered on uh, the greens I think actually they made a second but with the greens winning the media they went up along with, with Tully Sorne. Tully Soran won the league and the Greens went up alongside with them, obviously because they had one the intermediate and they'd missed out on going into two A that year. And then we thought for sure there in the following year. So they don't seem to I don't know what has happened. They don't seem to have moved on the way I thought they would, because it's some it's some paid footballers there and they played a very very physical uh, very physical say played very hard, moved the ball well, a couple of good forwards. And I thought I said to myself, Katie think could push you on there, It could be an intermediate in them. And I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But you say, there's a new management team in there. They're making their own, you know, they're trying to make their own inroads. And I'll take them a wee while they put their, their print on it. And yes, they beat Bally Hagen. Ballyhagen hasn't been going so well this year. Hopefully they can get themselves rounded up because I know they're a small parish as well. And they struggle to get players at times, and, you know, over the years, they've produced some great, great footballers. You know, I think in all the all the successful Armagh teams down through the years has always been a Valley Hegelman on it. You know, right back, right back to the 50s. So, you know, hopefully they can get going and, and, and themselves and, and get it one. But uh, Kerry to me, I don't know, it'll be it's, it'll be a good one to watch. You know, but you would think with Kerry at home, you would just give them the edge again. Clonmore, but uh, Clonmore's a they're a tight enough team to beat too. And, they get the uh, young know, Collingham and their boys. Maybe they get going. So they're, they're not easy. They're not easy they're, they're proud of their club as well. And they always play a short at the back, no matter when any came. We go to it and uh, a little bit tough enough now. But you know, just the home the home advantage. i just edge, Katie. But uh, again, I don't think there'd be a big lot in that one, John.
0: Another two games then Division Two B um hosts Valley Hagen and College Lawn take on O'g and we'll move on to the Division 3, um, Tommy, and there's only one standout game here. There's It's the top of the table clash. It's Aroge who are unbeaten and unbeatable at the minute, maybe, uh, taking on Derry Noose. Two, two of the big hitters over the last couple of years. Um, Derry Noose obviously were so close to win the championship in 2019, I think it was, College Land beat them, and Aroge have been knocking at the door a couple of years now as well. So th- this is a huge game, on the game of the weekend, Division 3,
1: yeah, you could say it's a game of the week of the uh, 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 entirely, you know. It really alone uh, uh, along, you put it up there, you know, with the top two in and division one. It, it's a it's a massive, massive game. The two teams two teams are going really well. You know, Gary News have only got the point. the uh, I have said they have won five out of are coaching along well. You know, it's not like you know, confidence winning, they give you confidence and and going and you know, they're at home now to and Clary you News know, good, a good say, as you said, and there are probably not being love in the championship. You know, we'll say even last year, you know, with the semi-final, look at the first semi-final stage again, just uh, cross-spread them, wasn't it? And yeah. Sammy's just put them there last year. So they went there really and cross-put <laughs> cross out our rope too. And I think it, it was, uh, you know, they failed, they the cross as well. I think it was only a point or two in that as well. So, you know, the couldn't be a whole lot between these two teams uh, the matter, uh, when you're calling that their sort of form. So this will be a real, uh, you know, it's, it'll, it'll be a great match, you know, so one one we're all looking forward to seeing. Uh, the, I, they asked me to call it, where would it go? But she's a tough one, tough one, a tough one again. But, you know, again, I think home with are over. I think they're maybe trying to establish that out there. And, you know, the fact that they are at home just slightly edge it, but you know, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if we're talking next week again that uh, you know Dionysus has, has, has done one over on them, you know, it definitely wouldn't. And I don't think regardless of what weather they it'll, it'll, it'll not be a big lot in it, you know. And uh but you no know, Erloak had you know when you look at the Earl Oak had beaten some Michael Snackles on an extra third third place team and you know the day they, they won out by four five points again against it Michael so having, when you take all that out you just make Arrow Oog slight favourites but just, just like you know
0: yeah I think I agree I think our just the fact the way that they've started the league so well they've home advantage I know Conor McNally's still injured for Downey so he's a massive loss So a big loss I think you just have to give the edge to, to Earl but again like a lot of these games Tommy we're, um, we're not calling them with any great degree of certainty there could be anything
1: happening in these games no, we will tell you this. Here comes with a government half warning. Even though we have no government <laughs> <laughs> in the north, this year definitely comes with a half warning. And May Burkey saw me tell you that anyway because he just glad to see me coming in. they then trying to pick football teams, so yeah. anybody that have tipped probably been saying, "Oh Jesus, no, you know." He hasn't done it. He hasn't put it on me, you know. But. Um, you know, we could just go a lot to think there, and you know, I'd say some of them games that we have, I think you're right. I think some of the games that we called there, you know, that they're close, you probably will see a couple of draws, you know, and especially at uh, the at, uh, 2A two, two group, you know, that they're, you know, you could actually, them, them all the games, couple of draws, I go we went slightly for one or the other, but really, they could all, them three games, couple of draws, you know.
0: And just the the rest of the the Division 3 games then, Clevey Seconds take on the Summon, Darcy meet O'Hanlon's, Portmore take on St Michael's, Middletown host Mullabrack and Claddy meet Thomas Davis and they're all on Sunday at 2 o'clock. So, Tommy, thanks very much for for coming on. We'll be back next week with another review show and of course we'll be um, covering all these club games with match reports, with previews, with Um, league tables and all the results out on Sunday as well so keep an eye on our social media pages make sure to follow all our social media pages, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify as well if you you listen to the podcast there. Tommy once again thanks for coming on to the preview show and giving us all your thoughts on the games No
1: problem at all Pleasure as always Sean
0: Jorma Carline O'Hanna, the right person in the right field. Jorma for
1: the equalizer. This Kira done done the 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 oh, the is Kira Donnelly for point number 10. It's It's up to Kira, Kira McGeeney, the
0: cup hook.
1: It's all